You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Welcome to another episode of Raw Mind Sport. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. And look, we had a very, 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 very intriguing conversation. Oh, welcome to another. And it got real deep before we came on air, so that's probably why, outside technical difficulties, why it took us so long. But we're going to leave that topic at the end of the show. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and share my views to certain places. You already know where got to go. You know, Ray Lynn, plug your stuff in. Justin, my guy, plug yourself in. You know, I got Pops on the show. He hanging out with the big boys. Although he said, now, hold on, wait a minute. He the big boy. But we going to see. So, uh, here we go. <laughs> boy, oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. Let me go ahead and I'll share my stuff to it. Go ahead, Ray Lynn. Man, y'all know what it is. It's me, Ray J. Lynn, the sports reporter without pay. Like, I do it better than the guys with the pay. But y'all can catch me on Facebook, Um, just the sports reporter without pay. And I just I just went over to the dark side. I'm trying to keep up with the times. I'm on Twitter. You can find me on there now, too. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the sports reporter without pay. Hot takes, live updates. We talking sports. Let's get it, Ryan. Prime time. That's it. That's it. Hey, my guy, Justin, man, by the way, man, Justin gave us a, a good time down there in Atlanta a while back, you know, so uh, appreciate you, my guy, and uh, I'm glad to have you on the show. Go ahead and let them know what you do and who you are, if they don't know. So I am Jones of Jones Impact Management. Um, I present basketball players, of course, right now, currently only basketball players, uh, agent with the National Basketball Players Association for the NBA, as well as FIBA. So internationally, we can place players overseas as well. And just a sports guy, man. You know, I enjoy things like this, just talking sports, man. So let's get it. Uh-oh. And, man, you guys were going at it. But before we even get to that topic, because everything was getting so good, my pops even jumped in off the air. But we go again, we got to say that for a little bit later. So, uh. Here we go. Uh, let me go ahead and get to the topics real quick. Let's start off with the New York Knicks. My pop's favorite team going to get this story out the way. You know, him, my guy, Courtney, I know. Their budget. <laughs> and are they going to really bring in some box box office guys to the New York Knicks? Hey, before we even get to Ray Lynn, I'm going to start with Justin on this first. You know, by you being an agent, trying to get signings, budgets and stuff. Then we're going to go to Ray Lynn. As a matter of fact, hold on. We're going to go to my dad first. Then we're going to go to Ray Lynn because my dad might have a few things to say, and I'm pretty sure Ray Lynn is going to be intrigued with what he got to say. Jesse, you good? So, uh, for me, okay. um, so there, there are a lot of 
players, they have the option of bringing back or resigning, and I think some of them they should probably let walk, to be totally honest. From what we see, they brought back um, Noel, and they brought back uh, Alex. Uh, but to be honest with you, I don't know if they – New York is New York and Madison Square Garden. I told you how I feel about Madison Square Garden and the aura that it is when you step foot in it. But it's still going to be difficult to want to bring in a big-name free agent because, one, you got a lot of young guys and a big-name free agent going to have to come in and get the young guys to buy in to winning and changing the culture. They did a great job, this year, but they still – are a couple more things, more steps away from being where they need to be. Now they got the money, they got the cap space. That's not going to be an issue. This this free agency, we'll see what happens. But that's just my take. So they have the money. They got tons of money. They got tons of cap space if they don't bring back everybody they had last year. Pop, your turn. Your show. <laughs> um. On an understandable level, you know, I am a true Knickerbocker. No if and buts about it. But I think you muted, Pop. You got to unmute yourself. Wait a minute. We can't hear you. Am I good? My fault. I apologize. Um, I'm a true Knickerbocker fan. Um, I've been through hell and back. So you got to understand how happy I feel right now, even though we haven't won a championship, because it's going to take a while. But I think that with the front office and what they got in place, and Dolan has finally sat down, I think we can do it. Just like people were so surprised about what they've done this year. I think the mistake that happened is that the players are young, and with the fan play and everything, I think they got caught up in just making the playoffs was good enough because they haven't been in so long. But I do think the way the front office handled things didn't at the trade deadline, you know, before um, you know, before the season had ended. They weren't trying to get anybody. They was trying to see what kind of packages they can make to show that they do got talent. But at the same time, I'm not going to agree with you. Because if someone to go to Brooklyn and play, they'll go anywhere and play. And I'm just being honest. Brooklyn is good for <laughs> rap music and hanging out. Okay? I'm just being honest. Ever since the Brooklyn Dodgers left. I love that's it. what you get there. And I'm it. just being honest. The garden is where it's at. Because before it was even anything in Brooklyn... It was at the garden. That Nothing feels greater than like getting that great workout, getting that great sweat, cleaning your pores, cleaning away your toxins, making sure that you're being consistent with preparing your body and keeping your body healthy. So health is wealth. Let's get wealthy. Why not? I mean, you call my guy Kevin Big Dog Staten at Kev Raw Athletics, LLC. Call him at 252-314-9689. 252-314-9689. Use the promo code RAWMIND. That's right. That's why I said use the promo code RAWMIND. And you'll get a pretty good discount 
With that being said, give them a call. Let them work you out. Let them get you to your way of a new wealth. That's where it starts. And our fans are remarkable. Yeah, they could be a little obnoxious, but that just come along with New Yorkers love sports. That's why that marketing thing is so great there. Because all the sports, baseball, Yankees, Mets, Rangers, Islanders, you know, Giants, even the Jets. Once upon a time, they was a good team. They, they nothing to brag about right now, but it doesn't matter. It sells tickets. People love the sports. It's no one has been dominating in sports there, but they love the sports and they'll spend that money to come see. Even sometimes they're just coming to see other great players. You got other great players in the league love to come to the garden. They love to do it because it's just that atmosphere. But I do say not overnight, but let's give it a little time. We might not build what Brooklyn has right now, but I do think that we can get somebody to come there. People keep talking about all these great guys, man. I think Kimba coming back to New York helps out a great deal, you know? We know what he can do when he's put in the right position. I think you get a good point guard and a good big man. And I think you have something with what we got now. Of course, you got to get rid of some of the players. I mean, um, I'm, I'm just going to agree with that. I mean, some of those players got to go, you know. I mean, um, so, uh, Pop. Um, I think you touched on a couple things. Well, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Raylan go. Go ahead, Raylan. Listen, man. So first off, <laughs> even the microphone, like Streamyard knew the microphone knew when he said, "I'm a Knickerbocker." You saw the mic cut off. Didn't nobody want to hear that? So the mic knew what was up. Um, th this is the thing with the Knicks. I, I visited New York once and I talked to some some New Yorkers. And I said, who, first off, who died and made y'all the Mecca of basketball? When did this happen? Why do people acknowledge this? People say New York is the Mecca of basketball. They have two championships in their history, 1970 and 73. Most of us weren't even born the last time the Knicks won. Like, so I, I, I don't know where this whole everybody loves New York King thing came from. But okay, people love New York. Got it. If we're being realistic, the problem with the New York Knicks is this. They have a ton of money. They got about $50 million in cap space. They one have to decide is Julius Randle our guy, right? The worst thing that could have happened was Julius Randle was on the contract year and he went out and had a career year, right? He's all NBA. The Knicks make the fourth seed in the playoffs. Basketball is buzzing and the Mecca again, right? Now you got to pay him like a number one guy. Newsflash, if Julius Randle's your number one guy, that's about your ceiling is that four fifth seed losing in the first round. You look at the talent in the Eastern Conference, you got Brooklyn with Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-time MVP Defensive Player of the Year. Brooklyn with KD, an MVP scoring title. James Harden's an MVP. Like, you're not going to compete with that kind of talent level. So if Julius Randle is now your number one guy, like you're going to be in basketball purgatory. You're going to be just good enough to make a little noise where you don't get a lottery pick and not good enough to really contend. So you got to go chase a big name. Shots fired. Can't, but that's just that's the reality, though, right? 
So now you either have to chase a Dame Lillard, you have to chase a Kawhi Leonard. You got to try and lure somebody to come in to relegate Julius Randle to your second best player. Because if he's your first best player, you're not really going to contend. You're just going to sell tickets. The worst thing that the New York Knicks have going for them is James Dolan. Like, <laughs> that dude hasn't done anything right in the past 15 years. And then he got the whole fan base mad at him because he's disrespecting one of their legends. Everybody remember the whole ordeal with Charles Oakley, right? Every time you hear James Dolan's name, it's not positive attached to it. So when you talk about players wanting to come there, as a Laker fan, I can relate to people saying everybody wants to go there. They keep saying everybody wants to go to New York. And in the past 20 years, the only person that went to New York was Steve Francis and the old Tracy McGrady. Like nobody wants to go there. So I don't, I don't, I don't, they're stuck in basketball mediocrity for the next five to seven years. Unless they can. Can I say this? Unmute yourself, sir. We want we want to hear it. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The only thing that really stopped New York from winning championships was Michael Jordan. If Jordan wouldn't have been with the Bulls, New York, you and them probably would have killed it. Could hey, nobody stop you? them. How old are you? I'm fifty three. So you weren't alive in 1994? I'm talking about when we was what it was. 1994, you know, no Michael Jordan. They lose to Houston. 1999, Yeah, no you Michael know what? Yeah, yeah, we, we, okay, I was right there looking at John Starks blowing it for us. Pat Riley letting him shoot, trying to get him hot. Because you figure if he could get one, he's going to continue. But he wasn't a pure shooter. He was a streaky shooter. But he was a hustler. That's why he started. But the thing about it is, is that it's not going to happen overnight. And Dolan, in a lot of people's eyes, he still owns the team. But I think the president, Rose, he's really letting him do it his way. And it's not going to happen overnight. But I think it's going to happen a lot sooner than what people think, think is going to happen. And I understand what you're saying. Everything you said is right about I don't trust in Randall being the man, but I think you can get somebody that can come down there that will be the man. But you know what it takes for that? What New Yorkers always have, whether we lose or not, you got to have some heart. So and you got to come and take a chance. Sometimes you can't always go to the cruise ship. Sometimes you got to take the tugboat a little bit. So let but me you got to have heart. Heart is what win games, man. Heart no, is what wins. Talent wins games. So, like, it's, okay, so with my Giants, speak just going to the Giants. We wasn't the greatest team, but we stopped one of the greatest teams ever. They was undefeated, had beat us the last game of the season. But when it came, people talk about Tom, but Eli stopped them two times in clutch like, so, victories. So, so, check this out two things about that. One, I don't know why people like to compare quarterbacks directly. Eli Manning never played a lick of defense. Of, of like, course not. I understand like, I, I that, but it. I'm just saying football's, football's how, a totally different dynamic. You can win with heart and grit and playing heart. Basketball, you have to have some talent to win. You look at the past 30, 40 years, you know who wins championships? Like, you go in the 90s, 6 1 by Mike. 
2-1 by Akeem, 1-1 by Duncan. You get to the 2000s. Kobe and Shaq, Dwayne Wade, LeBron in the 2010s, Steph Curry, KD, Kawhi. Like, you don't win championships with regular guys. The only team that's won a championship in the past 30 years with regular guys was the Detroit Pistons and maybe the Toronto Raptors, but Kawhi Leonard is a superstar. So you need a superstar. And the problem is, all of those guys are now locking in contracts with teams. Giannis has signed for a long time. Steph just signed an extension. Mm-hmm. LeBron's getting old, but he signed with the Lakers. Like, all the star guys that you think you compete with are locked in. So, you either got to trade for somebody, an unhappy superstar, maybe a Dame Lillard, maybe a Carl Anthony Towns, or you're going to be, again, stuck for the next five or seven. Like, who? Like, who? When you say it, it won't happen overnight, question for Justin. Who, who could, like, right now, if you're the Knicks, who can you really pursue to make this thing go within the next two, three years? Jesse, go ahead and answer that question. He said, who would they pursue if they, the Knicks? He basically asked you that. So, you're asking to make it pop, make them a contender in the next two, three years? Or just who should, who should they pursue like right now? And, and that's the thing, right? So it, it, it boils down to what do you really want from that front office where as the fan base? Do you really want to build a contender or you just want to be relevant and sell tickets for a little bit? But if you're really trying to build a contender, you're trying to bring the mecca of basketball back to winning the championship since 1973, who do you go pursue if, you, if you're if the New York? And it has to make sense. So pause. I'm going to stop right there. When you say a contender, every year it's only like four or five teams real legitimate contenders and it's 30 teams legitimately only like four or five teams that's really competing for a championship let me start there but like if i'm the knicks i need i need a dog at point guard and i need a bucket as a big man that i can depend on that's like can get it done for me you pair those two with what you got the young guys like rj barrett those guys can get you over the hump if you get a dog at point guard, and I say a veteran point guard, not like a. And I think they're going to pursue Spencer Dunwoody this free agency, but I need a veteran point guard, which I like Spencer Dunwoody, but I don't think he is what's going to get them over the hump. And like you said, Randall can't be the guy. He can't be the number one option. I like Jewish Randall and what he did this year, but he can't be the Knicks' number one option. It's just not going to work for them. So to your point. Um, Dame Lillard, a CJ. Um, who's who's out there? You want also you want to bring in somebody that's fairly fairly young because you don't want to bring in someone that's on the back on their back nine because realistically speaking, right, right. the Knicks got some guys that's young. You got to find with somebody that's. Kind of, I say maybe like early thirties when I say veteran, not like 36, 37, like. You can't do that with them, with the guys they have. But so, that's a tough question. I'm going to be honest with you. Because like you said, you hit the nail on the head. A lot of the ties are locked in. Can, can y'all hear me? I'm about to put you back on. All right. Because Go ahead. I, I want to say this, too. And I understand. Hit your mic, boss. You hear me? I, want, I, I just want to say this, right? And I understand it hasn't been much in y'all generation of show. But let me tell you something. A lot of players, it's not about doling. A lot of players don't want to come to New York 
in a couple of the sports. And the reason why is because a lot of players, they can be good other places, but they're scared of pressure. When you come to New York and you're playing, you're not only going against the ownership or your teammates, you're going against the media, which is powerful in New York. And you're also fighting against um, the fans. And a lot of guys can be good other places, but a lot of guys are not good when they're under a lot of pressure. And we can talk about that all. If you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys and sells flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND and use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. Day, But when you really put your mind and think about it, a lot of guys don't come because it's doling. Who, when you can make so much money, who knows? Some guys don't even never eat with the owner of a team. A lot of guys don't like to go into pressure because when you come to New York and you come to the Knicks, you expect it to win right then. Some guys don't want that pressure. Some so guys right. don't want that. And, and, and there's a lot of superstars that would that didn't want that either. That's why so, they didn't come. So can I respond to that? Mm-hmm. That's a false narrative. Like, this is my thing. No, no, I, I, no, hear me out on this. Only Knicks fans say stuff like that. Like, Ain't no banners hanging up there. Like, LA got 18 banners. Like, what? what? Like, if New York hasn't won since 73, and I'm the new guy, I'm the star, what pressure is on me? Ain't nobody done it since 73. Like, you can say the Yankees, you have pressure. Them boys win. They hang banners up. You can say the Lakers have pressure. You can say the Celtics have pressure. Nobody wanted to be the guy going behind Michael Jordan in Chicago. I get it. But if I'm walking to New York, Look how excited they is with Julian. Bringing up Lakers and everything, huh? So you bring up Lakers and everything, don't you? I'm I'm, they win championship. That's a fact, right? So, like, we talk about the Knicks. Lead them out of this. We talk about this man. I brought up the Giants, Jets, and all of New York. So I don't like this. This this false pressure of going to play in New York, and then the idea that the media pressure, right? It's 2021. With with social media and, and the internet the way it is, everybody get the same pressure now. Like they talking about you every you go outside and do something wrong. Like they're talking about it on ESPN, on Fox Sports. It's memes everywhere. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. So the New York media really not a factor no more. Don't nobody just want to go there. Ain't no pressure to win in New York. Look at Julius Randle. They love him to death because he got him to the first round of the playoffs, and they love him in New York because he got him to the playoffs. Ain't no pressure to win. Can you unmute me? I understand what you're saying. And what you're saying is kind of so right. But I'm going to tell you, I don't care. They got social media, social whatever. Ain't no media like NYC in nothing. That's in sports, entertainment, acting or nothing. Nothing. Only the strong survive there. And sometimes guys don't like to take a chance because you might go there. 
You can well, ruin your career or you can kill your career. And the media is known in New York to kill careers, man. For real. They have stopped a lot of guys because they expect so much. They expect so much. You know? Which is crazy. Right. He didn't. Y'all, y'all, the New York media just as bad as y'all fans. Unrealistic expectations. Seventy-three. <laughs> we got to y'all got the nerve to be like, oh, if somebody come here, they gotta win right now. Ain't nobody won since seventy-three. Bernard King didn't win. Patrick Ewing didn't win. Carmelo Anthony didn't win. Nobody wins in New York, but y'all got all these expectations. But listen, that's my point because uh, they expected to win. Hey, listen, that's how people look at it. Don't let the media fool you. The media be on in that locker room. They want my pops. We here in the mix, just like oh, you you a sports guy. The first thing you would have noticed, even when the Knicks is doing a little something, look how Stephen A. jumped on them so quick. You know that's how it is when they do a little bit. It's expected so much, but you gotta you gotta kind of like walk it a little bit. That's just how it is. You know, that's how it is. But a lot of guys, I'm telling you, man, a lot of guys, if you would ask a lot of veterans or some past superstars in the league and you would say, man, that was a team y'all could have went there. They had this guy. They had got – why you don't want to go join there? They don't say nothing about that player. They didn't want to play with him. Up until recent years, they weren't even talking about Dolan. Up until recent years, some people couldn't even told you who owned the Knicks. You know what they always say? The media. The media is why they don't want to go because they always in your business. They get into your when just because you didn't win that, you could be the greatest guy because you hit. Um, you helped them with perfect example, Jeremy Lin. He was a what a 14-day superstar. And when Wade put it on him on the Knicks winning streak, and he was killing. What happened to him? He ain't been the Well, so another thing that happened to him was Carmelo Anthony came back. Like, again, man, and it's shout out. My guy Courtney just came in. He a huge Knicks fan. I just don't understand. Like, I, I believe that Knicks fans, like, that help y'all sleep at night to be like, nobody wanted to come play with us because of all the pressure. I had some pressure with somebody with two championships. Ain't no pressure in New York. Ain't no I pressure gotta, in New York. I, I don't win. We was, we was talking about... We were talking about bucket getters earlier, and you said Bernard King. He's a bucket getter, but go ahead. Go, go ahead what y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> he got mighty quiet. No, no, no. no. I, only, I only got quiet because we saving that conversation for the end. Um, we saving that conversation for the he, end. He's a bucket getter. Bucket getter. <laughs> yes, he is. We had so many Nick talk, but don't worry. If you didn't see this show or heard anything before, hit you, If you didn't hear nothing about um, and, if, and on the on the record, it'll be on I'm my a, podcast. A we know that. I already know that, champ. But um, hey, Ryan, I'm Ryan. here. I'm here. Let me throw this out too, to 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 not shade the Knicks. Right, another problem that New York has right now. Right, Tom Thibodeau. Can't seem to let go of the 2011-2012 Chicago Bulls. Everywhere he's went since there, first thing he do is go get players from the 2011-2012 <laughs> Chicago Bulls. He went to Minnesota. 
What do you do? He went and got Jimmy Butler. He went and got Derrick Rose. He went and got Taj Gibson. He's in New York. What do you do? Went and got Taj Gibson. Went and got Derrick Rose. What just happened? Derrick Rose just signed back for forty three million. Derrick Rose, like that. That's the answer. Is Derrick Rose like right now? Derrick Rose is the answer in New York. And Derrick Rose was great last year. Derrick Rose was phenomenal last year, especially based on expectations. But you say forty three million though. You probably like forty three million is too well, much. That's what you trying to say? I don't know how many years it was. I just saw forty three. I don't know how many years it was. Depending on how many years okay. it is. I got you. I got you. Right, right, right. At that three means- years, that's great. At two years, uh, one year would be crazy. But you know, um, well, we're gonna yeah, go to this. We're, we're going to this next topic real quick for um before we go get on get on with the show. Um, raw thoughts. Just I'm gonna let you go with this first because you in Atlanta and stuff, and I know um uh, Ray Lynn has something, but do <laughs> raw question. Do you think John Collins will get the max in Atlanta? So that's a very great question. And from what I hear, they just gave Trey the bag, gave him an extension. He's going to be paid like he's a franchise player, which he is. And for the Hawks and what they have and for what they need out of that four man, I think that he's going to be, he's going to be, He's going to be re- requesting and asking for that max deal because, he, I mean, he averaged a double-double. And for them, alongside of Trey, he's played very well. Now, in the open market, would he get a max contract from another team? I don't think so. Um, but for the right team, he will be a great addition. Don't get me wrong. And I don't know if they want to allow him to test the free agency and they got a match offer sheets, so I think they need to. Tie him up now. So, to answer your question, I think he should get the max deal from the Hawks. I mean, from what they have, the Hawks, I know they're not the Knicks, but it's very difficult to get people to come to Atlanta as well. I've been here, and they bring people, and they pursue people. A lot of people love Magic City, but a lot of people don't love playing for the Hawks, and they don't want to be in Atlanta. So, I'm just... just being honest with you. I think he deserves a max deal for what he did for him, and I think they should give it to him, and he's probably going to get it. If I'm his agent, I'm asking for that max money. And whoever this is, if Ben Simmons got 100 M, then John should too. Woo! Woo! Uh oh, Ray, your turn, Ray. I already know you're about to do that. Eddie. Yeah, do that. Eddie said if Ben Simmons get 100 million, then John Collins should too. Um, somebody actually. Somebody asked me today. I don't even remember what platform it was. They said, uh, "So serious." It was Greg West on a post I made. He said, "Serious question." Does um, and real quick, a pop. They said uh, the Knicks just gave Evan Fournier seventy eight million. Y'all on y'all way now. Um, so <laughs> how was <laughs> He funny. Ray funny. Talks they on their way now. He said, it right, like, like, he said it right smooth, too. Like, y'all on your way now. He said they on their way now. That was in the comments. I didn't know you. so rude. Uh, you got mute. And you know what I you know what I call that? A start. There's right. a young man that got some heart. Hey, listen. I saw, come me. In and do something. I saw a meme. I saw a meme. I saw a meme up uh, yesterday, and it said big threes are back in effect. It had uh, Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Then it had Russ, LeBron, and AD. It had Milwaukee with uh, Greek, Middleton, and um, 
Drew, and then it had Golden State with Clay coming back next year. Go and add uh, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, and Evan Fournier to that mix. Y'all got a big three. Y'all only y'all win New York, big dog. So uh, <laughs> to, to answer your <laughs> to answer the question at hand um, about uh, John Collins. So today, somebody oh, and he a Knicks fan too, Paul. That hard Knicks fan, Courtney Kennedy, just like you. Yeah. So. John Collins, somebody asked me today, is he worth four years, 120 million? And my response was, shout out to Justin. He just kind of uh, touched on the same thing. I said, on the open market, absolutely not. To the Hawks, absolutely yes. Like, the Hawks, and I just said this about the Knicks, and I say this about a lot of teams every year, right? A few years ago, Philly jumped the gun. They made their first playoffs, and then they messed around and won, and then the second series was a grueling knock them down drag them out series, right? So now when they come back next year, the expectations are high. It's conference finals, finals or bust, right? Uh, Atlanta exceeded expectations this year. Nobody had them penciled in the Eastern Conference Finals, but then they went. So how do you... Right, right. But now that you made the Eastern Conference Finals, right, you can't go back to your fan base and let John Collins walk and then look your fan base in the face because your fan base now thinks that we're building something special here. Atlanta had Eight players in double figures in the playoffs. Let that sink in. Eight players. Granted, uh, Cam Reddish and I think uh, Kevin Horton, not Horter, Horter got hurt. Cam Reddish wasn't there the whole time. But throughout the course of the playoffs, they had eight guys average double figures. Trey, Collins, Capella, Gallinari, Horter, uh, Reddish, and Hunter. And I'm missing one. I don't remember who the eighth one is. Uh, Bogdanovich, right? So they got a ton of weapons in Atlanta. But the two cogs is Trey, uh, Trey, Trey Young and John Collins. Like, newsflash, John Collins shot 56% from the field and 40% from three last year. Those guys don't grow on trees. So you can't just let them go. So whatever the market dictates he's worth, Atlanta gotta pay him, especially since the rest of the league is in a frenzy trying to play catch-up. We talked about this off-cam. Russell Westbrook going to L.A. changed the dynamic of all of free agency now. Everybody's in panic mode. That's why Duncan Robinson got yes. 90 million. That's why Evan Fournier just got 78 million. That's why Alonzo Ball just got eight. People just trying to grab people now. So you can't let your guy walk out the door when y'all just went to the Eastern Conference Final. Hey, yeah, shout out to my. I ain't paying him 120. But Atlanta, pay him whatever the market dictate he's worth. Atlanta got to pay it because they can't break that team up now. I'm a a Spurs fan, and I'll take John Collins and San Antonio right now. For what? Right now. And do what? (laughs) Oh, boy. No, I, like, man, listen, like, John Collins is a very good player, right? Who's the best player in San Antonio right now? Right. No, I'm asking. Who's the best player in right San Antonio now, right now? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm about to tell you if you let me talk, big dog. Right now, it's going to be it's gonna be Murray right now because DeMar DeRozan is probably not going to sign. So, realistically, our best player is a point guard at this point. So, you need to add... You need to add, and we always have a set three D, and we gotta have that. We don't have that. Uh, we don't have a solid big right now. So John Collins would come in. He averaging a double double. Who don't need that? Am I saying we gonna buy out of him? No, but we gonna sell tickets. We gonna be competitive. We gonna be in games. Yes, and that's what you need. I mean, it's a business first and foremost. You gotta sell tickets. You gotta make money. You gotta have excite the fan base. And then you got to worry about winning basketball games. 
So I, th th this is where, like, I, I think, uh, I see you, Pops. I, I think people, I, I get the business side. I talked about that when Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies. I was like, he going to put tickets in the stands, they'll get their money back, right? With the Spurs, we was talking about pressure, a team that over the past 20 years or so, their success rate mirrors the New England Patriots. Like, them boys win. Like, they, like. I think five, what, is it five championships in the past 20 years? Five? 20, 22 years, 99, 03, 05, 07, and 14, right? Yeah. So, like, they win. But now, as currently constructed, people really need to take a page out of Philly book. The whole trust the process thing, because what you don't want to be is a team that's never good enough to contend, but you're just good enough where you never get a number one. Or Are you looking for abstract fluid art or resin? Art like no other. How about handcrafted jewelry or maybe hyperallergenic products? Well, look no further than uniquely designed. We design and create all our products with you in mind. We are a metaphysical art business. Our products list contains acrylic abstract fluid paintings, resin art, chess boards, hamster hand, incense holders, Oregon, Pyramids and cones, chakra, Metatron cube plates, and ruins. Body oils for men and women, not port and go. All in one butter can you be used from, it can be used from head to toe, both male and female. Beard oil, hair growth serum, eyebrow, eyelash serum that can also be used on one's edges. Air freshener. Body mist sprays. We make herbal infused tin as well as tea light candles. Our jewelry is all handcrafted by Synergy and not duplicated. Our jewelry line consists of men's and women's and children's when order. Please contact 704-953-5456 or uniquely, that's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-Y-D-Z-I-G. N E D at gmail.com and also follow uniquely design on IG, Instagram, and use the promo code RawMind and you will get a 10% discount off of any product. Number two pick because that's how you build franchises is by getting a star player. If you add John Collins, it will make San Antonio just good enough to not suck, but in the West. You got LeBron Hart, you got LeBron Russ and AD, you got Kawhi and PG, you got Luka, you got Dame, you got uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Like, the West is loaded every year, and the Warriors going to be back next year, Steph Clay, Draymond. Like, so you add John Collins, and then what, you're just good enough to be the 10th or 9th best team in the West, and don't get a great pick, and you're just stuck there for the next four years? Go on and suck and get you a number one draft pick. Ideally. But if you want to sell the tickets, then it's like you get stuck in that that middle range, and and that's a bad place to be in basketball, which is where the Atlanta Hawks are about to be for the next four years. So, which I'm about to go to this next song topic oh. while we at it. Did you talk? Oh, go. You said something, just I, and your pops had his hand up for the longest. Oh, no, 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 hey, go ahead. I just want to. Can you not pop? Then say something. Go ahead. With you know, I know you're a Laker fan. And um, I know y'all gonna. I mean, it does add what y'all got. You know, West there, but I think really 
And if you, because, you know, Golden State is going to, that's y'all kryptonite. They're going to be there this year. They've been downhill, but we know they had a lot of injuries, stuff like that. They got them young, they got young players. They got them good, them good veteran players. I think people are not talking a lot about them because other things are overshadowing it, but. I feel like the Lakers is is probably the team to beat on paper right now. But I still think y'all need that point guard to come in there to really take y'all over the top. All right. Hey, Fox, with it. You muted, Ryan. Can't hear you, Ryan. I didn't even realize I did that. Raw thoughts on raw thoughts. You get mistakes of here. With that being said, shout out to Kev Raw Athletics Fitness. You see the number. You want to get buff? You want to get tough? Call my guy. He'll he had you um strong as a rock. With that being said, let's go to um to the Lakers right now. Since my dad went to the to the Lakers already, and I'm gonna let um I'm gonna let Justin start this one off, and then I'm gonna go to Ray. Then I'm gonna go to you, pops. Since you already talked about it. So, um, I mean, we can discuss the Lakers. I think he already touched on it. The uh, Russell Westbrook trade pretty much changed the whole paper free agent because um, there was a lot of guards in play, and there was a lot of discussion discussion about veteran guards going to the Lakers. And then they pulled this draft day trade that changed everything. Now I got everybody in scramble mode trying to figure out what the next move is. Now. I am going to go on record and say I do I disagree with uh, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins, I don't know why people don't really want to admit it, but he's a Russell Westbrook guy. That's his man, yo. Like they play together. He's not gonna say too much about him. He'll say stuff negative about KD, but not about Russ. If you go back and watch his history, that's the man. He's not gonna say nothing negative about him. However, I think they're gonna have to figure it out. They want. They want to bring in a guard that's going to take Brian off ball, but they need shooting. He does he does and brings the same thing that Brian does. Unless LeBron becomes a better shooter playing with Russ, which he's going to have to because Russ, Russ is going to attack the basketball gold with you know everything he got. It's going to get crowded in there with him and AD. And I heard AD willing to play five, the five now, which – he said he never wanted to play the five. I guess why he wanted to go to the Lakers. He wanted to play the four. It's weird. They got rid of Trez. They got rid. They brought back Dwight, which is great because they need a five. Because believe it or not, the experiment that they took last year with all Mark Sauls and it did not work. It was a horrible experiment, and they should have resigned Dwight last year. But I mean, that's my take. I don't. I'm not ready to give them a ring and crown them the champions. I still don't think that they better than them three guys. In, in Brooklyn right now. And that's just, if they healthy, I don't see nobody beating them. And I disagree with Kyrie being the top 10 bucket getter that Raylan said he is. But they are a heck of a basketball team in Brooklyn. So that's my take. So I'm just we, not we'll ready. Get to that. We'll get to that in a few. We'll get to that in a few. But go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> Man, so, God. 
so I'm I'm a I'm a diehard Laker fan, right? But when I do stuff like this, I try to not talk from a place of fandom. I just try to analyze stuff as 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 it is and how it happens. But let me get my fandom out the way. Like as a Laker fan and a Kobe guy, right? I've never liked LeBron James. And I had to just kind of come to grips with like, yo, he's here now. You got to embrace him. He's your guy. But I didn't like LeBron for fan reasons. Like I'm a Kobe guy and they, you know, people picked him against each other. So I don't like LeBron for that reason. Never disliked this game. Never thought he wasn't a great player. I dislike Russ because I don't think he's a great player. Like, so like I, I man, like I said this and when he was in OKT and he started putting up all those triple doubles. In order for Russell Westbrook to actually win a championship or become that level player, I said, somebody has to come along that makes him second fiddle, right? Who can Russell Westbrook go play with that makes him dial it back and be second fiddle? Kevin Durant couldn't do it. Like, Kevin Durant was the guy, but Russell Westbrook did what he wanted to do when he wanted to do it. Paul George couldn't do it. James Harden couldn't do it. Bradley Beal couldn't do it. So the idea is that 36, 37-year-old LeBron James or street clothes are supposed to make him dial it in and take a lesser role, right, and, and allow the game to come to him or allow them to guys get – like, I don't see it happening. We'll win a ton of games on talent alone. We're going to be better than most people. Like, we, we, we will have 48 minutes of a dominant – you can't stop me player on the floor. We had that with LeBron and AD. Now you add Russ in the mix. They're going to be low managing guys, going to take games off. You saw what Brooklyn did all last year? Expect that from LA this year. Anthony Davis going to be taking games off. LeBron going to be resting. Russ go hard 110% of the time. When he's healthy, you know what you're going to get from him. My concern is when we get to the playoffs, what has Russell Westbrook shown anybody in his entire career that make you think he's going to be any different now? It makes you think that in those clutch moments, Russell Westbrook is the guy that's going to make the right decision when you need him to make the right decision. I don't foresee it. And Russell Westbrook is useless off ball. So how, how, how does him and Brown work? Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Like we all thought Brown and Wade couldn't work and it worked. So it's possible. But if people haven't been paying attention, Russ has also been getting worse year by year statistically. Free throw shooting getting worse, three point shooting getting worse. The thing that made Russ special was his motor and his athleticism. Once he keep, as he continues to lose that, he's no, he's no longer special. So on paper it looks good as a name. He's a hometown guy. Oh, we gonna sell a ton of tickets. And right now he's still talented. That we still gonna win games. But when we get in a tough seven game series, it'll be interesting to see how that all play out. Pause. I'm gonna let you. Pause. You go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. You gonna put your mic on. Um, I, 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 everything you just said, and I know you're a Laker fan. I agree. Um, that's why I said what I said about the point guard. Um, someone commented saying, "Pops, we gotta go." You know, Russ is a hustler. At times, he can be a good ball player, but you gotta know you 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 gotta know what you're getting. Sometime with Russ, you know, just like you named a lot of good players he played with, it didn't work, you know. And did it make the Lakers better than what they was last season? Yes. Does it make take them over the top with Russ? No. You still need someone else in there, and I I know someone named a lot of these role players. That's good. But you're going to need someone else in there. I don't think they can, you know, 
I just don't think they can do it with just that alone. I just don't, you know, because Russ gonna do his thing. You know, he gonna he gonna do it Russ' way. You know, he's coming. He's gonna hustle. You know, but sometimes he doesn't always take the best shot. Sometimes his, you know, like his mental state. You know, because he don't have to do what he's been doing in the last two, three seasons. He don't have to do that with the Lakers. You don't have to lead the league in triple doubles. He doesn't need to do maybe average for them to win, what, 15, 17 points, 10 rees, and maybe about seven assists, somewhere in that range. Might not be all of it, but I'm just saying that. He don't have to do a lot because you got other players there that's do that's going to do it. Russ, I think he has to, in a way, to slow it down to play with them. I don't think, you know, I, you don't have to look for a lot from Can he accept that role? I don't know. He never has so far. But I don't know. Maybe LeBron can, you know, calm him a little bit, get it. But I still think y'all need a point guard, you know. going to be the one of the best. I'm going to say with that squad, they definitely probably be top three in the West, whichever order it falls in. But I don't know if they can beat a, a, I don't know if they can beat a high-powered, healthy Golden State team. I don't know if they can beat that with just Russ. I think they need you know, another guard. You know what? That's crazy and it's probably never going to happen You know what really could take them over the hump With what they got If Chris would say You know what I don't have a ring Russ don't have one either Let me go down here to LA And um I was with the Clippers But it's not the same Let me go here and let's get us a ring And then I can sail off into the sunset What do you think I'm going to say this first. Um, oh. My guy, Courtney Kennedy, said, uh, who beating them four out of seven in the West? He already said it, but I guess, Pops, you said uh, <laughs> Golden State. This episode is sponsored today by Call First Class Life Insurance, where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family. We offer whole life policies with low prices that won't change. Call 704-650-8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and they will gladly assist you. Hey, welcome back, Justin. Um, He said we're going to beat him four out of seven. He also said... uh, let me. Let me see this right here um, before I go to that, before we get into the, the main topic, because I'm a, the other topics don't even matter. I'm going to go ahead and get into this hot topic right now where I got quite a few viewers here watching. The difference between other players he played with guys, played with, and the guys he will be playing with is IQ and leadership. LeBron's the type of dude that humbles guys and always gets the best out of guys he plays with, despite maybe a dip in their personal numbers. That's him. Um, my guy Courtney Kennedy said, uh, 
Uh oh, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go, Ray. Let you ready to get to it. AD, one of the best shooting bigs in the league. Brun, an elite shooter inside 23 feet, and can hit from from the three. Uh oh, and they were saying Bill PG3 KD best scoring season playing with rest. Harden 34 a night playing with rest. So this is, I guess, goes to show like rest is actually allow these guys to be who they are. No, so listen, the, the problem is wrong. the problem has never been that. Like I, I've said that Russ has played with three different guys that average thirty. Three. Harden won a scoring title playing with him. Uh, KD won two or three playing with him, and uh, Beal just won one playing with him. So the thing, the thing with with all of that, right? When KD won his, they were young. As as Russ began to ascend as a player, you see KD stop winning scoring titles, right? And then. Russ became who Russ is, right? The triple-double machine. That's his mantra. That's what he's going to be remembered for. Then when he goes to Houston, it was literally just, I mean, we know what Mike D'Antoni's offense is. Like, you put the ball in your guard's hands, pick and roll, iso until they, like, like guards have, so him and Harden literally just played my turn, your turn, and Russ still got his numbers. Harden still got his 30. Then you get to Washington. The whole team sucked except those two guys. Like, Russ hasn't been in a situation like this one he's about to be in, right? Like, that was young Harden in OKC when they had a big three. But you're talking about him, LeBron, and AD going to have to kind of share the load. Again, the who's beating four out of seven, I agree. They're, they're going to be one of the best teams in the West. Like, anybody know me know I'm a huge believer. I think Steph Curry's the best player in the world. So, I think Golden State is going to be hell next year. But Lakers going to be tough just on talent alone. But I think Russell Westbrook going to really have to do some soul searching and really believe that stuff he talking. Like, they say they all sat down and Russ say he's willing to do this and willing to do that. He's going to have to be really willing to do it because human nature kicks in when you get on the court and Russ going to play like Russ play. And I don't know how he's going to do that next to LeBron James because LeBron James going to play how LeBron. LeBron ain't never took a backseat for nobody. Even when he thought he was with AD, LeBron showed up and won finals MVP because he's LeBron James. So he ain't the one taking a backseat. Russ really going to have to learn how to kind of dial his game. And, and if he can do it, good. The role players we done picked up so far, they fit. Still ain't picked up no shooters. Trevor Reeves is okay. I'm we'll about to say, I ain't, I ain't seen one shooter yet, though. Yeah. Um, the Lakers calling card is going to have to be like it was the year we won the championship in, in what, 19? 20. In 2020, where we had JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard anchoring the paint, and we was beating teams with defense. You bring in a guy like Ariza, so now on defense, you're talking about Dwight Howard, AD controlling the paint, Ariza on the wings. Russ isn't a great defender, but he plays hard, so it looks like he's a great defender, but we should be really good defensively with that, and then play to our strengths, right? Being bigger than everybody, stronger than everybody. Like If we can win like that, then great. With that being said, before I go, man, shout out to... um. Man, Shaq's teeth whitening. He didn't pick up a great deal. I'm kind of happy for him. Give your teeth. He, he help you smile, man. Give you that little charm. You know, we never you need to get your teeth straight or whatever. With that being said, I'm about to go to the topics that we were talking about earlier off air. And we was discussing, I think Ray or somebody was discussing, Kyrie's a top 10, on those top 10 all-time guards, whoever, whatever y'all was talking about. And it just got ugly. People, that argument, I'm trying to hurry to get my computer on. I can't get it on. So with that being said, we're going to go back to it. We end up finding out who the GOAT is in Ray Lynn's mind. And it ain't what you think it is. But it is what you think it is. But I'm pretty sure you didn't tell the other few other people. But any of my viewers, whoever's watching, you know, you're going to really hear who his GOAT is and stuff. So we're going to this top five, and it got ugly. Oh, and my boy said, Kyrie is a what? 
He said Kyrie is a what? Let me go ahead. He a top ten bucket getter of all time. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Raylan. Yeah, let me go ahead because I don't want nobody to 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 uh to misrepresent me and what I thought. Right. Um, I never said Kyrie is a top ten all time guard. Like, cause that was how that was just said. Like, Kyrie's not a top ten all time point guard, right? Because when I start talking ranking people, top whatever. Resume talent is part of it, but it's your resume. Kyrie resume don't compare to the greatest point guards to ever do this. The Magic's, the Oscar Robinsons, the Zeke, the Steph Curry, Jason Kidd, Gary Payton's, Chris Paul. Like his resume don't compare to those guys. What I said was the Brooklyn Nets right now. Their big three, all three of those guys are in my top ten guys I've ever seen at getting buckets. Is what I said. Kevin Durant, unguardable. James Harden, like him or not, unguardable. Kyrie Irving is unguardable. I like this. This is not like no groundbreaking news. Like nobody can guard Kyrie Irving. Forget how much he won. Forget oh what he do before LeBron. I'm talking about it flat out getting buckets. Give him the ball. Who gonna stop him? Kyrie Irving a walking bucket. He scored all three levels. He scored around the rim, mid range jumper, assassin, three ball shooting, forty percent. The man just averaged twenty seven on fifty, forty, ninety, and nobody even cares. And they go oh he was next to uh. Harden, he was next to KD. He's been doing this for the last four, five years. Kyrie Irving be 48, 49%, 40% from three. He's a great free throw shooter. The dude is a walking bucket. I ain't talking about averaging 30 and 35. He he ain't never really had that kind of opportunity to just be like a lone guy to go out and get 35 a night. Even when he went to Boston, it was Tatum. It was Brown. It was Hayward. It was a whole lot of weapons. He's never been in a, because this name came up before the uh, cast, He's never been in an Allen Iverson situation where it's like Kyrie go he get it. So yeah, he's he so, who, who can guard Kyrie Irving? Like, don't, tell me that. It's, it's not crazy to say. I gave I gave you this. I'm gonna give y'all everything I gave them off air. First, just getting buckets. Obviously, Mike and Kobe, right? Katie and Harden. After that, and, and I even said you can put Melo in this conversation. First, just flat out the ability to get buckets, having a bag, like all the different ways you can score. LeBron get buckets, but he, he can't score in a multitude of ways like these guys, right? Kyrie Irving do it in every way you can imagine. Every single way you can First off, this man just said LeBron get buckets. I said that. I said LeBron get buckets. He don't no, do it in the multitude You said he don't get it. He don't get it like these guys. He don't. He get it. Di- LeBron get his different. Le- Le- LeBron is a, a but a, is he a bucket a freight train? LeBron is a freight train, right? LeBron is a freight train coming at you. That's like so realistically, right? You know who never gets brought up in these conversations about the best scores ever? Shaquille O'Neal, right? Because it ain't pretty. Like he's dominant. He dominates you with brute strength, just like Greek. Greek don't. Greek just showed us in the finals he can get buckets. He don't do it with the skill level of these guys, right? Like just just Zion Williamson. 26 on 62 percent shooting. So say say you, say you that those guys he's one of your top ten skill level guys because bucket getters it's guys that get buckets. I'm, I'm talking I'm talking about the like, like guys that get buckets and for you to put them in your top ten. First off, this man commented and said, Zeke, don't look pretty. It ain't it ain't buckets." That man commented and said, "Zeke, I won't even talk about it no more." I won't like. <laughs> no, like, I'm coming. <laughs> And everybody loves. Like, he got George Gervin on his list, though, so I gotta listen to him. 
He got the he got Gervin Birdsey, Harden. He got Harden, Katie, and the, and the other five. This is top five though. What I'm, I'm about to, is coming up. I know y'all see it, but I'm talking about for the viewers. Melo, Melo, T-Mac. He got bucket getters on there now. Listen, so, yeah, so Melo, T-Mac, Kareem, Mike, Kobe. Uh-oh. I don't even put, as far as this conversation I'm having, and I'm not dialing nothing back, I don't even put bigs in the set. Like, because they don't score the same kind of way. Like, Kareem, Shaq, Will. Like, somebody can put Will. It's not disrespectful, bro. I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You're saying because I'm not I'm not a guard and I, I, I get my buckets in a different way that I don't deserve to be in the category. That's disrespectful. I'ma have to nope. say that. It's not that's because if that's the if it, so so if I'm being disrespectful, this man got George Gervin and Zeke on his <laughs> No, he not. Let's not do that. Like Tim Duncan ain't no like. <laughs> like, this is a funny conversation, but y'all is tough. Put in the basket. Bro, this man got this man got Cortland. I wish you was on this live right now. Putting this the ball in the basket is a <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Like what y'all think, Allen Iverson is? That's what Kyrie Irving is. Like that's what like. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, dog. Like, it's a reason they say untucked jersey Kyrie different, dog. Like, that boy getting his bag, and you can't, like, he, he unguardable. He unguardable. So, somebody tell me this. I asked you this question. Tell me this. What's the formula? What's the formula? Tell me the formula. You're a coach. What's the formula to stop Kyrie Irving? You hear them crickets rain? You hear him? <laughs> what's the formula to stop Kyrie Irving? How do you, how do you guard him? How do you stop him? Well, listen, what's the what's the formula to stop Allen Iverson then? Since he's let him shoot, he's gonna shoot thirty nine percent. Let him shoot. He's gonna shoot thirty nine percent. Let him shoot. That's the formula. Let Allen Iverson shoot as much as he want to. He's gonna shoot thirty times. He's gonna be thirty nine percent, and you okay? You can live so with it. Think, so let me ask you a question. Do you think 39% is a bad percentage from the field? 39%? Are you serious right now? That's not a that's not a that's not a bad percentage. 39%? If you're a big oh, you big man, you score in the 50, 40 percent. Dude, 39% is not a bad shooting percentage. All right, pause my Somebody tell me another another person that I, just, I, I want I want to say, you know, a lot of guys they shoot high percentage now, but when Iverson was playing, thirty nine percent wasn't bad from shooting from the field, not at all. Because if it was, he wouldn't have won no scoring title. You tell me who else did it? And even when he didn't win a scoring title, when he was playing in his prime, he probably was always in the top three of of who was going to win. And you can look that up in your numbers now. Y'all, y'all got. I ain't got to look Cause up because I'm, cause I'm, cause I'm not a numbers man. I am a I numbers know man. When I was young like you, and when well, Iverson was younger than me. What I'm saying, but playing and balling, Iverson was always in the tops, leaders in scoring in the hey, league. Can you and tell also me? something else he do too? Iverson played defense and score. Watch how these lines get out. And oh, and oh. and. He did something a lot of guys couldn't have done. He took a Philadelphia team to L.A. and whipped L.A. in the first game of the finals. 
You know what, man? I'm Who could have done that with a Shaq, Kobe, and all the other players they had? Who could have done that, really? We talking about that. bucket getters, man. And I'm, like, I'm, first I'm, just, I'm just, Allen I'm just, Iverson. So Iverson was, Iverson was a bucket getter. Man, listen, Allen Iverson. Oh, people hate when I say this. Y'all overrate that man's career so much. It's three highlights to Allen Iverson's career. Oh, you ought to be shamed. He, 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 I'm talking, I don't mean highlights like highlight reel. We know he I know got what you mean. I know what you're saying. I'm talking, there are three things that Allen Iverson is remembered for, right? If you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys the sales flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND and use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. Hey, mm-hmm. He crossed over Mike. Getting buckets. <laughs> he, he crossed over Mike. Mm-hmm. He took that Philly team to the finals and won one game against LA. He won a whole game in the finals because they What's went the outside of that game, right? And his culture, he's a like what he brought to the culture. Go look at that man, resi- like man, like y'all, y'all saying it like a bunch of people score like he did and shot 39%. I've looked these numbers up before. You look up the history of the game, every player that's ever averaged 30. Ain't nobody shot under 40% but Allen Iverson. Nobody, nobody in the history of basketball has averaged 30 points a game and shot under 40%. But Allen Iverson, nobody. How many, score, how many scoring titles did Iverson get? I think four. I think four. How how many points he averaged in all those years when he won a scoring title? He got one at twenty six. I know he got another one at like thirty. I'm like, bro, like, and that's my point. That's my point. No, because you just percent back then was good. But I, I'm explaining to you that it's not. I'm telling you that nobody else does that. Like nobody, nobody else shoots thirty nine percent, and everybody's okay with it. But Allen Iverson, Michael Jordan, career forty nine percent, close to fifty. LeBron, career forty nine. Kobe, career forty five. Like you look at the guards during that era. Kobe was shooting forty five. T Mac was shooting around forty three. Ray Allen was forty four. Paul Pierce was forty five, forty six. Vince Carter was forty five, forty six. Allen Iverson was the only guy that was gonna get you thirty and might shoot thirty nine percent to do it, and everybody's okay with it because they love Allen Iverson because he's a cool guy, right? No man, we don't uh, know. No, it's, because he. Is, said it. The conversation is it, about getting buckets. You talking? You you talking about a guy that won scoring titles, and you talking about his percentage? He obviously averaged more points than everybody in the league those years. So you worried about percentage? He's outscoring everyone in the NBA in the, those years. Because I remember Jordan was playing when he won those scoring. You're an analytics guy, apparently. Analytics ain't got nothing to do with hooping, bro. Whoa, whoa. It ain't got nothing to Why do you hooping. Why you just tell that? It got everything to do with it. Like, it's a lot to do with it. Why, why you just tell that falsehood? That you, do you mean the Wizards, Jordan? And I'm not one of those people that think the Wizards no, used to. No. But Jordan wasn't playing anymore. No Wizards, Jordan. So, you so what you know Jordan was playing with the Bulls when Iverson was still killing? No, but you said when, when Iverson was winning those scoring titles, Jordan was playing. That's what you said, right? Yeah, I said he was still playing. Who do you think won the scoring title in 1998? Mike's last year before he retired. Who do you think won the scoring title? It wasn't Allen Iverson. I didn't say he won everyone. He I didn't win none while Mike was playing. Mike was playing. When Iverson, when Iverson was playing, 
and, and when he came along, you had some tough brothers in the NBA, man. You had some tough teams. It ain't like it is now. Do nobody need no big three to win no championship? They, yeah, you did. Guys, a lot of guys stuck with the teams win or lose. They won't try to get go over here and go over there. Give me five of them. Give, give me five of them. They stuck with their team and won. Give me five people from that era. The, I, the can name, I can name some teams that stuck together. Can like I who? name some teams? I might can't give you every player. That's fine. I'll say Boston stuck together when they was Who's winning. Boston? The eighties, the La the Lakers. You just said name some. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the eight. You talking about the eighty Celtics, right? Celtics. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when they was, you know, when you can go sick, whatever. But they stuck together. Um, I'm talking about with Bird, McHale, um, and Parrish that was picked Johnson, up from another yeah. team. Dennis Johnson that was picked up after he was Finals MVP in Seattle. That Dennis Johnson, Bill Walton that was Finals MVP in Portland. But MVP. what I'm saying yeah. is and those guys were Boston. They wasn't, you know what I mean. They but wasn't doing it like they do now. Wasn't they nobody was, just nobody talked about it. Everybody about did the it. Lakers? What about the Lakers? Your team. Where Kareem comes they from? They got broken up to win championships. Where, where did Kareem come from? Kareem wasn't drafted by us. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about with, Ma with, with Magic. I know they had to come from somewhere, but there wasn't jumping ship. Magic didn't jump ship. If, if you Worthy didn't you. jump ship. I have, I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Me, I know that's Michael, the best player. Right? If you have him, a lot of people remember when Magic was drafted. Everybody remember him winning Finals MVP his rookie year. What people mm -hmm. don't remember is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the league MVP that year. So you have the best rookie right. in the game. You have Kareem. What do you might need to jump ship for? And then you got lucky because of the way the balls bounce, and you get James Worthy out the draft. What anybody need? And then they had Bob McAdoo at one point. They had Jamal Wilkes. The Green. But they had so much time. Nobody needed to jump ship. Why you think nobody won championships in the 80s but the Lakers and the Celtics? The one team that snuck one in was what? Another super team. Philadelphia 76ers. NBA Finals. Moses Malone in Houston. League MVP. What does he do? Go join Philly. And then they win the championship. They, they've been doing this for years. This new the super yeah, team. Stuff. Not like, not, it's not. It's still. You can't. It's not like it is. It's not like it is now. That, that, that's they, a they wasn't bringing in like a whole team that has never played. I mean, you got maybe one or two players that just come from signing trades. And but, but that's, on, that's, that's always you know what that comes from. That comes from us, the fans and the media, discrediting players when they don't win. You look. You watch the NBA on TNT, TNT right? Kenny Smith is a career bum, right? He's a role player. And he got the audacity to sit on national TV and talk stuff to Charles Barkley because he don't have a ring. So nobody wants to be Charles Barkley no more. So when people can't win, they go, if my career is going to forever be remembered by winning or not winning, I'm going to make it where I can go win. So they go put their teams together. LeBron did it. The, the, the decision was one of the worst things ever for nah, basketball. I can't, I can't disagree with that. Yeah, Just I don't saying. I don't disagree either with, with um some of that. I don't disagree with that. But I still say... I mean, Charles Barkley, one of the greatest play players ever played the game, whether he win or win or not. Absolutely. You know, it's a lot of players that hasn't hasn't won a ring that was some of the best players in the league, you know? And and you know what? Those players are never going to be remembered as, as top 10, top 15. Like, you can't not – like, you do play to win the game at the end of right. the day, right? So yeah. when you're talking the greatest of all time, those rings start mattering. It's a reason people think Bill Russell is, is, is greater – yeah. Then Will Chamberlain. I see a lot of you guys like your little friends who like to floss your mouth out, you know. So, you know, like to floss and have the, the, the sparkling, whether it's fronts or your teeth. Well, go to Shaq's teeth whitening, man. He got you. And let me tell you, 
He's the number one. I mean the number one. Teeth, gym, jeweler, diamonds, gems, whatever you want to say, however you say it in your own language, he got you. He makes that diamond in your mouth shine bright like a diamond. That's right. He makes it shine bright like a diamond. And he has all type of gems and diamonds that go right in your mouth. So instead of using the French, why not put some some real sparkling diamonds in your mouth and it makes your teeth even shine even more and he also does teeth whitening to well like he does 30 minutes and he does hour services as well use the promo code raw mind that's right use promo code raw mind and you'll get a discount and he usually use those services for at least once a month that's right you got 30 minute service that can last once a month and you got an hour service that could last once a month we can even go more but at the same time the more and more you come the brighter and brighter you'll be and then you'll have teeth looking just like me also, give Shaq the Jeweler a call at 252-544-6052. 252-544-6052. And we all knew he really couldn't hold his jockstrap on that basketball court. But Bill Russell got 11 rings and Wilt got two. So you play to win the game. So players these days was like, oh, I'm going to take my matters into my own hands. Because 20 years from now, if I'm Kevin Durant, nobody going to remember that I joined the 73-9-10. When our grandkids talk about Kevin Durant, how, like us, us talking about Oscar Robinson and, and Jerry West, we didn't really see him. We only know what we read, right? A lot of people don't know that Moses Malone won his championship a year after he was the league MVP and joined the team that was in the finals the year before. Nobody even remembers that. Philly was in the finals. Moses was the league MVP in Houston. He joined Philly, and then him and Dr. J won the chip. Nobody cares because we don't remember it. 20 years from now, nobody's going to care that KD joined Golden State. Nobody's going to care about the decision. they just going to remember that you was a champion. So now that's what players are doing. All the stars are jumping around teams now. Kawhi on his third team in four years. Harden on his third team. LeBron on his third team in the last five years. KD, Kyrie, Russell Westbrook. Stars don't stay still no more. It's the new NBA, except for my guys. So, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get my comments in. I'll let everybody talk. So here we go, Ray. So look, I'm going to go back to you. I'm throwing back to you. You said Kareem is your GOAT. Why not like the rest of the world? Why not Michael Jordan? I'm just curious your own thoughts. Because he third. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, not telling the world he third. Listen, so so check this out. And, and people are going to find this part. People are not going to be able to wrap their mind around this part right here. If you said, Ray, start a team. Who do you want, right? LeBron would be first on my list. Mike would probably be second. Kareem would be somewhere down the list, right? But greatness, when, when I'm identifying greatness with players, it ain't about what I personally think of you as a player. I have to look at your resume. I have to look at what you actually accomplished while playing this game and then value it as such. I can't just go, I like Michael Jordan better. I think he's a better player that makes him greater. Better and greater ain't the same thing. Better is about talent, ability, what I think you're capable of. Greatness is about what you actually did. Kareem played this game from 1971 to like 1980-something, like 87, 88. 1920 years. Like 18, 19 All-Stars, a ton of All-NBAs. They weren't even tracking blocks when he first started. By the time they started, he was leading the league in blocks a couple of times. Number one all-time leading scorer. Six, six championships, five MVPs. Like, Kareem has done everything. And then if you're talking about his whole basketball resume, his high school and college resume are ridiculous. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest player to ever put on basketball shoes. But people are so enamored with Mike and the shoes and the flash and the tongue out in the hang time. It's like, oh, he got to be the greatest. He might be the best. He ain't the greatest. And for me, LeBron's resume done passed him too. I got Mike third. I don't go with the, I don't go with the masses. 
<laughs> so let me um let me let me let me jump in here for a second. Um, what you said earlier contradicts what you just said about Kareem. You said when it comes to bucket getters, you don't put big men in your your list, and that is the reason why people consider Mike the goat, the Flash. He's more exciting. He's a guard. Bucket getters. The the very thing you said earlier contradicts what you just said. Your goat is a big man, but when it comes to bucket getters, you don't put big men on your bucket getters top ten. How? So, How is so your goat not in your bucket getters <laughs> list? That makes no sense. And he's the all time. It's two different conversations. Like we, I mean, like listen, man, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar no, has. He's not. He's all time scoring leader in history. So, so, so basically, basically, Tim Duncan shouldn't be top ten. Is what you're telling me? No. A- answer this: What is a bucket? Because the all-time leading score should be on your all-time leading score bucket list, right? If, it, if it's no, about not, the bucket, I, listen, correct? Carl Malone, Malone is the number two all-time leading scorer, and he ain't in my top ten of bucket getters. Like, bro, like it's like, listen, there, there's, there's. Scoring buckets like uh, what what do we want to use here? Uh, literally, like literally putting the ball in the hole, right? Like Shaquille O'Neal, if we want to be honest. That's what I'm saying. Literally, right? yeah, bro, like come on, like so you you understood what I was saying? Like when we was off camera, you like oh, when you explained it and broke it down, it made sense. Now you like it don't make sense. Like you get what I'm saying, man? Like if you want to use the word the skill, the art of scoring, if you want to take it that direction, then that's fine. But people who listen know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the guys who can get buckets in a multitude of ways. A guy who can dribble and get buckets. A guy who can post up and get buckets. A guy who can score in the post. A guy who can score from the mid-range. A guy who can shoot the three. Kareem only can score one way. He can score one way. He's great at that way, but he can't score but one way. Mike can score But if you if you define if you define getting a bucket that way, a big man will never be able to be on that list. I, I said that already. I said I don't have no big man on my list for that reason. Like I, I'm not contradicting myself. You just don't like my definition. No. But now when you talk about greatness, no, it ain't about because you're talking about getting a bucket off the dribble and shooting threes. That is, it's multiple ways to get buckets. I got buckets when it wasn't even a three point. Right. Okay, so so oh, I mean, so multiple ways to get buckets, right? I can I can tell you every single way a Carmelo Anthony, a Harden, a T Mac, a Kobe, a Kyrie. I can tell you every single way they can score. Tell me how many ways Kareem can score. Right. The point I'm trying to make: What is a bucket? You you like so wrapping right. around it? Oh, but I'm not. This I'm way, that way. That don't make you. Any better than a bucket getter than going to just so, get buckets? But I've explained in detail exactly what I meant, and you're trying to paint me to a corner by saying it's something different than what I don't explain what it is. Like if you don't like the way I described it, then that's okay. Like, but I've clearly identified what it is I'm talking about and why I list those people the way I do. Like Kareem, do what he no, do. I get, like, I get that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with your your take on scoring at multiple levels. That's a great basketball player. I'll never dispute that. Like when you can score on all three levels, you a heck of a basketball player. You you're gonna be a bucket getter if you can score on all three levels. All I'm saying is 
I can't I can't put I can't move bucket gifts just don't score at all three levels because getting a bucket is getting a bucket. Like you said yeah, before, sure. like winning basketball games is always about buckets. It's always about scoring. It's always about getting buckets. Who's a, who's a better scorer, Kobe or LeBron? Kobe Bryant, in my opinion. Kobe Bryant. Yes. Even though LeBron averages more points per game for his whole career, he's going to be higher on the all-time scoring list. Higher field goal percentage, the whole nine. With the consensus would agree that Kobe Bryant is the better scorer, correct? Listen, I'm going to stop you right there. You really love the shooting percentage thing. And the more shots you take, really don't. that don't. you miss, the lower your percentage is going to be. No, but you, this is the second time you brought it up in the argument. Not about shooting percentage. If I shoot but this I ball 20 times and I miss it 10 times, my percentage is going to be lower than someone that shoot the basket two times and make it one time. I mean, it's 50, I'm shooting 50% from the field. I shot two shots, though. You see what I'm saying? That percentage thing doesn't really work if I'm shooting less than someone that shoots the no, basketball. They got the green light. They can shoot it no, 50 no. times a night. But listen, we're talking about Tony Snell, right? Like, Tony Snell, there was a meme out earlier this year that he was 50, 40, 100 for the year. Yeah, the dude was shooting two, three shots a game. But we're talking about elite players who getting 20 shots a night, right? When y'all getting the same amount of shots and it's comparable, then the field goal percentage comes into play because you're missing more often than I am. If me and you, if, if I'm averaging 27 a game and you averaging 25 a game and I'm shooting a higher percentage, I'm scoring more and doing it at a higher clip, right? Like, that, it matters then when you when you compare. Like, you, you, you a you a Lakers fan? Do you think that Kobe and LeBron shoot the basketball the same amount of times? No, no, no. Would you There's would no you way. be surprised? Would you be you surprised? Shoot the basketball way more than LeBron. Would you be surprised to learn I, that I over their career? Game. So so would you be surprised to learn that over their career, LeBron James averages more field goal attempts than Kobe? Pow! Mic drop. Did you know that? Did, did, did you know that over their career, LeBron James averages more field goal attempts per game than Kobe Bryant? Did you know that? Because I know it. I did. I did not know that. Most Let me ask a question though. How 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 long has LeBron been in the league? Year eighteen, nineteen, something like that. Year eighteen, nineteen, and how I, many I, years has, to... has he had off for injury? Just one. Just one. I mean, I, I, two of you want to count. One. Two of you want to count last year, like his first year in LA, he he fought a lot of injuries, and then this last mm -hmm. year he fought a lot of injuries. Other than that, he's been pretty healthy throughout his whole career, right? And then he's he's been in the playoffs almost every year, so those are additional games as well, right? Don't even count in your statistics. Playoff numbers and regular season, they don't even count those together. Like playoffs has its own. But yes, yeah, as far as putting miles on your body and all that stuff, yes, it does count. He he has a lot of games. Okay, so uh, what I'm saying is he has an opportunity to shoot the basketball more if he's played more games, right? But, but that would be totals. We're talking per game, like on a per game average. Like if you played 20 games and I played 10 games, like th that's why they have averages. That's why all awards go to averages and not totals. If a guy played 82 games and the other guy played 75, you know, it's not the totals, it's the averages. Over their career, LeBron averages Averages. I ain't talking about total shots. I'm talking he averages per game more field goal attempts than Kobe Bryant. True story. 
Okay. With that being said, I'm glad, man, because look, y'all I ain't so, had to say much. Y'all gave me a great debate. Y'all gave me a great conversation about the indie right here. Pops, you want to say something before we get off? He got me about to do another live. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Go Nick. Oh, good, good. Go Nick. Until y'all discuss some man listening, learning new things, and sharing my opinion. Yo. I appreciate the respect. Disagree to sign with the heat. Who? Wow. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. With the Heat. I'm sorry. He agreed to sign with the Heat. Ryan, before you sign off, there's guys. It's something brewing behind the scenes. It don't make sense, but him leaving Milwaukee is crazy. So so if we being realistic, PJ Tucker mattered for one series, right? I don't want to say that because my one of my boys, that's his brother. Like, I don't want to make it like I'm clowning him. But he was very important in the Brooklyn series, right? Um, other than I, that. He was, he was very important in the, the, the finals, too. He was important in the finals. Yeah, moments. I, I won't disagree with that. They 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 used him on book or some. Um, but I, I, that that makes me he's feel a, like this. I can't let you do PJ like that. No, I, I, I mean that's what, but that's what made him important in the Brooklyn series. But that makes me Ryan prime time. That made me feel like there's something brewing behind the scenes that none of us know. Miami's making a lot of moves, and I they can't believe that the core of Bam Abadio, Kyle Lowry, and and Jimmy Butler is it. They can't. There's no way they can believe they're going to contend with that right. core. So now they signed the PJ oh, Tucker. They, they, got they, got Kyle, money. they got Kyle Lowry now. That's that's what I heard. They were saying Kyle Lowry was agreeing in principle to sign there. So like. Yeah, yeah. If, if you, Miami. Has to, and they, they paid Goran Grodzik as well. So, like, one of them got to go. Some, something is going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of yet. Maybe Drogic is a signing trade and somebody else yep. is coming. Signing trade, trade package. Somebody about to be out of there. I don't know who it is. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it's not going to be P.J. Tucker. It's not going to be um. They, they can't be, yeah. It can't be Tucker or Lowry. That's what I'm saying. Drogic yeah. owned the rights to him. So, if they signing him, he what? could be packaged in a signing trade. Somebody got to be coming. Why the, why, the, why the P.J. Tucker did Could it be so Kawhi? Late, it's Could it be Kawhi Leonard? From Milwaukee. Could it be Kawhi Leonard? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, Ryan, you heard this here first, right? Okay. Even Raw Thoughts on the road. Raw Mind Sports. Ray Lee about to say something. Raw Thoughts. We're going to make sure we heard it here first, okay. like you said. <laughs> one, of the, one of the topics that you had that we didn't get around to was do the Lakers in Brooklyn, like are, are they the favorites? Obviously, right, on paper, right. like if healthy, do anybody beat them? Ryan, primetime, what did I say when the Eastern Conference Finals started this year? Before the injuries, who did I call to win the Eastern Conference Finals, Ryan? You did. You called um, he called Milwaukee, and he made sure in seven. And he said it in seven with, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Then he Wait. came back and said it in six. You said six. No, excuse me. He said the Eastern Conference Finals, he said the Milwaukee Bucks will win in six. Although the Phoenix Suns was up 2-0, he still was saying now, Milwaukee in six. That is true. After they were up to zero. Oh, I'm sorry. My pop said the same thing too. Off air. But he did say that. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is, and I, I said this before it happened, Milwaukee is constructed perfectly for Brooklyn. They're constructed for Brooklyn. You got Drew Holiday, who's going to give Kyrie fit. He ain't going to stop him because he a top 10 bucket getter. But... <laughs> they're constructed perfectly. <laughs> they're constructed perfectly for a team like Brooklyn. I'm gonna tell y'all, man, something that nobody's talking. This is wait, raw thoughts. Nobody's talking about how much this hurt. I really believe 
if Aldridge doesn't go down, Brooklyn walks to the championship. I mean, they steamroll. And that was huge losing Aldridge because they gave up young boy, uh, Jared Allen with the front. They yeah. gave him up. Yeah. And DeAndre Jordan literally aged overnight, right? <laughs> so now you have literally no big. They was playing a young guy who, who got some little bounce in him, but they had no rim protection. The defense was atrocious. Like, I really think LaMarcus Aldridge getting, like, the, his, his, his condition really changed a lot for them, right? Um, but as constructed, he's not a stopper, though. Huh? He says he's not a defensive stopper. Not a stopper. He's not a rim protector, though. He's not a rim protector. Not a great rim protector. He He's okay, right? Semi-average at best. But then what he provides everywhere else, nobody else could come in and do that, right? Like, Aldrich, man. He, I won't say he stretches the defense out, but a, a great pick and pop player like that. Now you have somebody to float with those. Like you got three guys who are like elite, elite scoring shot creator ball handlers, right? And now you have a big that you can create space and pick and pop with. Like once those guys start going down, it was give Durant the ball and move out the way and hope when Joe Harris is open, he knocks down yeah. shots. Like it was, it was very predictable, right? Aldridge brought a whole nother element to their team that I really think they missed once he went down. But again, as constructed, you heard it here first. Milwaukee will beat them again, even if they healthy. Even if they healthy, Milwaukee will beat them again. Oh boy! So so it looks like it's gonna hey, be listen, Lakers and Milwaukee that, in your mind. You don't you don't think you don't think that PJ that PJ Tucker deal is getting anything? You don't think it's big? It's big. That's the only reason no, 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 no. I, I don't want him in Milwaukee. And I I agree with you that. Well, I said the same thing about Duncan Robinson. They paying him that money because they don't want nobody else to have him. That that move for Miami is not only do we get him, we take him away from them, right? Like he was huge, which mm. I don't I don't know how it helps Miami, right? But it, it, it hurt. But you do you think you think Milwaukee finna stand pat? You forgot they went and got PJ Duck or midseason last year. They went and got Drew last year. They ain't finna stand they ain't gonna just stand idly by. Like they go they're gonna go and feel that void somehow. Well, as, as as constructed, I disagree with you because they don't have a third defender now with him leaving. Because you put Giannis on KD, you put Drew on Kyrie. Who guards James now? Because PJ gone. Who guards James now? First off, last year that wasn't even a match. They was putting PJ on KD. Stop that it. was his whole job, right? Stop. What are you talking about? That's what they did. I'm telling you. Did you watch the series? They didn't even use Giannis on KD. Listen, they didn't even use Giannis. I know, but what you just everybody was saying. No, he was saying he felt like Chris Milton can't stop a healthy James Harden. That's what he's saying. But so that, like, no, that's what I'm saying. These are the greatest players in the world, man. Like, your your job is to make it hard for them and live with the results, right? Brooklyn don't play no defense. Don't let them guys play defense. Yeah, bro. He, um, Pop said that early in the no, show. He was like, "Yeah, they good, but they can't that's stop nobody." <laughs> like, yeah, everybody true. they gonna outscore you. Everybody think it's an automatic. Oh, if those guys come back, they're gonna be better. Only difference is now instead of KD having the ball every play, like you're gonna spread that load out, but you still gonna get the same thing. Like all them guys are elite level scorers. Like they gonna get theirs. They gonna have their off nights, but. Overall, top to bottom as a team, I like I like Milwaukee a whole lot better. And we'll wrap it up on that right there. And um, Justin, I appreciate you being on. Pops, I appreciate you being on. Raw thoughts, Ryan. No, Great no. show. 
and Raw Thoughts Around is out, and I know Ray about to go live in a minute, so all the fans of the world get ready because he got a lot to say, I'm pretty sure, on his live with sports reporters without the pay. Eyes open and listen, this is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. 